0: Comedy festival.
1: That's right, in the hot and beautiful Cabo San
0: Lucas, to bring you another funny episode of Stand Up and Deliver. We got a great lineup for you tonight. Opening up the show, Jennifer Valley, Delany Fisher, Frank Nicotero,
1: and headlining Carlos Alazraki.
0: And it's all happening right now. <laughs> it doesn't smell good.
1: Gross.
0: Our first comedian is actually a writer and producer. Put your hands together for Jennifer Valley.
2: Um, Here I. And lovely Cabo, and boy, people like to drink here, don't they, holy crap. Oh my God, party, party. Yeah, I don't like to drink that much because I end up making out with comics and yikes. I did used to drink a lot, a lot. Um, I knew I drank too much when one night I came home, passed out on the couch, woke up, and I saw both my daughters on the living room floor, naked, spilled a box of Cheerios, and were eating it off the floor. And my first thought was, oh, thank God I don't have to make breakfast. (laughs) So at a friend's suggestion, I went to an AA meeting. You guys all know what AA is, right? Alcoholics Anonymous, none of us in here are in that. Anyway, I went to a meeting and they have a pamphlet by the door with the 20 questions to see if you have a problem with drinking and alcohol. And one of the questions is, does drinking affect your family? I'm thinking, hell, drinking started my family. Little Jaeger, bang, baby, nine months later. Uh, Now, as a mother, I had to take my kids to Disneyland. It's like the law. Has anybody out here been to Disneyland lately? Oh my God. Okay, here's the thing about Disneyland. No booze, I don't sell booze anywhere in Disneyland. I actually had to bring my flask along to make it the happiest place on earth. Oh my God. All right, I went to Disney, and this ride is so lame. I cannot believe it still exists. It's a small world. Holy crap, is this thing dated? You know, what? It is? it's got the stupid puppets. It's a small world after all. And it's literally politically incorrect. They have every nationality divided up into two or three stereotypes. Like in the Dutch section, it's a bunch of dolls in wooden shoes <laughs> clapping their feet together, yay. The French are wearing berets, doing the can-can. Okay, now next time you go, I want you to see this. I'm going to do an imitation for you. This is my imitation of the Hawaiian doll and the It's a Small World ride. Can you feel the island breathe? Can you hear my hips clicking? So It's a Small World, it's totally politically incorrect. And now I would change it. I would make it more modern, and this is how I would change it. The US section would be like this. Lock and load, lock and load, lock and load. We love our guns. (laughs) The India section would be a bunch of dolls in a phone bank, hello, Apple tech, hello, Apple tech, hello, Apple tech. And the Palestinian dolls are actually outside the ride throwing rocks. Let us in, let us in, let us in. (laughs) They're not getting in. All right, where's my mothers out there? Mothers, yay, mothers. Let's hear it for the mothers. Okay, for you that don't know, us mothers, we have a special skill. We are like superhumans. We can do something no one else can do. We can kiss it and make it better. So if anybody out there has a boo-boo on their pee-pee, come see me. (laughs) That's it for me. Thank you so much. You guys ready for your next comedian?
0: Awesome, you may have seen her on Lifetime. You've seen her new movie, Razorfin. Put your hands together
1: for Delaney Fisher. Uh, Some exciting news with me. I just got myself a new boyfriend. Thank you so much. You guys look uh, surprised that I'm not a lesbian. I know this look can be confusing. Looks like I could steal your girlfriend in a second, but I do date men. My boyfriend is really sweet, he's just really... He's too pretty, like the disgusting kind of pretty makes you sick to your stomach. I don't know how comfortable I am dating somebody with less body hair than me. Getting used to it. But when we go out together, people come up to him and tell him he looks like Heath Ledger or Channing Tatum or Hayden Christensen. And all I ever get is Jody Foster and Legolas from Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And if you don't know who Legolas is, uh, he's a mythical elf played by Orlando Bloom, who is a man, so. My boyfriend just met my entire family. You know, it's kind of awkward in the beginning when that happens. Uh, family gatherings were already kind of awkward for me though because I kind of want to sleep with my uncle. <sighs> Which I guess is weird because my uncle is my dad's identical twin brother, so. Oh man, you guys. Thank you. You guys like incest. Good job. In fact, the creepiest part of that joke is that it's my dad and my uncle's favorite joke that I tell. All right? You guys decide who the real perv is. Before I came out to Cabo, uh, I celebrated my best friend's birthday, and I bought her a pair of Tom's shoes. And if you don't know what Tom's are, if you buy a pair of these shoes, they send a pair to a child in need all around the world. Really nice, right? I mean, we should probably try that with groceries. But, um hasn't caught on but i bought her these shoes and i found out she just returned them And that's when it hit me wow what happens when you return toms because all i could picture some poor little child running through the wilderness somewhere the founder of tom's running after him trying to grab those shoes off of his feet send them back to nordstrom's in santa barbara all because my best friend thought they looked weird on her feet uh, actually, I actually want to clear something up before I go any further. Some of you look a little distracted. Uh, yes, they're real. So, please. Thank you. Take it all in while you can, right? Especially you guys over there, looks like you could use some action. Here they are. Here they are. Anybody else out in the room wearing a bra just for fun? Okay. All right. I want to leave you guys a little story. Uh, recently walked in on my best friend spraying herself down there, ladies. Freaked me out. I was like, what are you doing? What is that? She's like, oh, you want some? First of all, uh, I'm trying to get back on what the heck that is, right? And second, I mean, ladies, if we have to spray ourselves down there before going out to a nice steak dinner, it's time to see a gynecologist, okay? <laughs> no amount of spray is gonna grow what the heck's going on down there. I looked at this can. It says feminine deodorant spray, Island Breeze. Ladies, have you heard about it? Oh, you're quiet because you don't know. you got the travel size in your purse right now. Let's be real. I just think if you're going to make a product like that, just own it, right? You could call it a vajay spray. You could have all kinds of different scents. Berry bush. Right? Banana beaver. Blueberry biscuit, boysenberry box, cherry clam, cranberry carpet, kiwi cooch, lingamberry labia, mango muffin, strawberry snatch, tangerine swap, peach bunani, pomegranate punting. Just a few ideas I had. You know what? Why don't I ever see any masculine deodorant spray laying around, right? Right, ladies? Why don't they sell that at CVS, right? Because you guys need it just as much as we do, right? So how about a little, uh, butterscotch ball sack? Hmm? Yeah. Like that? Let's see. Sir, you look like a caramel chicken balls. Yeah, that's right. He's wearing it right now, you guys. Yes. This guy, marshmallow meat wrench. Yes. Or whatever you guys call your junk, I don't know. You're so gross. <laughs> and what would a commercial for this look like, right? I picture one of those really over dramatic perfume commercials, everything's black and white, and this woman is getting ready in her bedroom and she is just spraying her downstairs in slow motion. And the doorbell rings. It's her handsome date. So she grabs her purse, walks out the door. Now she walks past him, he says, Mmm, smells fruity. And that's when she turns the camera and whispers, coconut. Mm. Thank you guys so much. I'm Delaney Fisher.
0: You may recognize this guy from a game show called Street Smarts. He's got another game show coming out on CMT. Put your hands together for Frank Nakatero. All right, Cabo. Cabo.
3: Are you guys having a good time in Cabo or what? You can tell I am because I'm losing my voice. I'm leaving tomorrow, and I'm actually happy about it. It's like, I need to go home and rest. But before I go, does anyone know where I can get, like, uh, a crappy straw hat or cheap jewelry? Anywhere, is there any... Pretty much, this woman actually told... No, at... you have to make a let... It's everywhere, ma'am, thank you very much. I have a gay friend uh, who doesn't know he's gay. Do you have one of those? Yeah, yeah, every... everyone's like, yeah, um... This is my friend. We go out last week. We're out having a few beers and we're at a club and he starts overcompensating, I think, you know, so we're there and these girls walk by. He's like, oh, my God, I was so do her. Look at her boobs and her bum. I'm like, she's so hot. I'm like, Kevin, really? Do you- yeah, I boobies and kissing all over. And I'm, try- I'm like, OK, oh, what makes her so hot? And he's like, I mean, just look at her. I mean, Look at those Stella McCartney pants and Christian Louboutin shoes. And is that the new Louis bag? Oh my God! Yeah. You're kidding. So I went out with my friend. This is this is the same night we went out. Um, I re- I didn't drink for a month. Has anyone ever done that? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. This woman's like, yeah, 28 days. It's called rehab. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So I didn't drink for a month, lost a bunch of weight, but I was the designated driver for friends of mine. We would go out, and I would be the designated driver, and they would get hammered, and I would drive them home, and it was nice, but I realized, oh, my God, my friends are such dicks when they're drunk, and then I realized, oh, my God, that must be me, right? So I have to drive them home, and my friends, they always want to stop somewhere to eat on the way home. I know, like, right when you're drunk, it's like drive-through, like, what do you guys like to do? Is there anything... Taco Bell. That's the most number one answer right there because you probably have at least 49 cents somewhere in your car. Taco, 49 cents. More hot sauce. So my one friend wants to go to 7 he always wants to go to a convenience store, right? So we walk into the convenience store and I want to watch what he buys. So have you ever seen someone drunk in a 7-Eleven at like two in the morning? He's like, All right, I need these little chocolate donuts. I need a purple Gatorade. No, an orange Gatorade. No, a blue Gatorade. Two hard boiled eggs. Uh, I'm gonna put him in this microwave, beep bump. No microwave there, beep boop Other friend does want to go to a drive-thru, wants to go to, uh, he loves McDonald's, he wants, he wants to get the number one. Anyone know what the number one is? Big Mac! Big Mac meal, <laughs> exactly. You know, right? McDonald's is genius, they've made it easy, so no matter how drunk you are, you can go one, four, so I told my friend, "So I'll go through the McDonald's drive thru if you do me a favor. Do not speak when the woman speaks. I will do the speaking. You're drunk. You're in the passenger seat. Shut up. He's fine. I won't say anything. Fine. God. <laughs> you know, my friend. All right. So we, so we pull up to the drive thru like Walter well, McDonald's. Uh, how can I help you? I said, Yeah, I'd like uh, a number uh, four. And and he leans up. Big Mac, Big Macs, uh, uh, Shamrock Shake. I'm like, it's October, they don't have Shamrock Shake. So they have the mix back there, you know. I'm like, dude, now they're gonna, like, do something to our food. He's like, I'll make it, I'll pay for it, I'll pay. I'm like, alright, fine. We get to the window, this is what my friend does. They go, your total's 1420. Pulls out his Visa and goes, here, leave it open. <laughs> what? I'll start a tab! Screw it, come back with some nuggets and shit. I'll tip her. So much they like to party here. No, but just don't drink and drive. All right, so I got pulled over recently. Uh, as a true story, I got pulled over and the cop comes up to the, the car, and the first thing they always say is, Have you been drinking? You know what? I'm a very honest guy. I don't lie, which would have been stupid, uh, which is stupid. So he goes, Have you been drinking? And I said, Yeah, I had like three beers. I was doing a show down at the comedy club. And the cop goes, Oh, are you a comedian? I'm like, yes, I am, I'm a comedian. This is the first thing, this is what he goes like this. He goes, oh really, comedian? Are you doing blow tonight? You doing coke? (laughs) Is that a stereotype that people have about comedians like we all do drugs? I'm like, I don't know you fat prick. Are you on donuts? How about that? (laughs) So I'm face down on the hood of the car. Said I was a comedian. So the guy gives me a ticket, he gave me a ticket. This is what the the ticket was, an aggressive start. Thank you, that's what I said too. (laughs) I was like, oh, thank you, sir. I didn't go, what the fuck? So I said, an aggressive start. He goes, yeah, you took off too fast at that red light. You accelerated too fast. I'm like, okay, this is not a real ticket, right? So I'm going to fight this ticket. $200, $200 ticket. I send in my $200, get my court date. I'm going to go down and fight this thing, right? So I prepare all this paper and charts and graphs. I get there. The cop didn't even show up, so they had to send me my $200 back, right? Thank you, Yes. So I took the 200 bucks, went out, bought an eight ball. It was unbelievable.
0: I'm like, free Coke. Hey, you guys have been great. Cabo, keep partying. Thank you so much. I love you. You are in for a treat. This is a good buddy of mine. Uh, you may have seen him on Reno 911, and he was the voice of Chupacabra on Planes. Put your hands together for Carlos Alos Rocky! <laughs> What's up, Cabo? Um, I was the voice of El Chupacabra. Did you guys see the movie Planes?
4: Anybody? Kids? El Chupacabra. See, Jose is bilingual. I'm not bilingual, so when I did this, uh, the voice of the character El Chupacabra, they said Carlos. Do you want to do uh, Spanish publicity? And I said, Absolutamente, man, I will do it. Perfecto. Let's vamos. So I practiced my Spanish, and I got on these shows. And just in case, they gave me a translator. They go, "No te preocupes, man. You'll have a translator in your ear, and you'll be fine in case you get lost." The only problem was the translator's English was worse than my Spanish. <laughs> Oye, Carlos, walking, I go to translate to you for the words, don't understanding for me to help. what. The f- we just canceled each other out, and they're going, buenos dias, Carlito, and they were speaking like a Gatling gun. Get it off! Get it off! It was, it was frightening. It hurt. But it really wasn't that bad. I Actually, I think I, I, by the end of it, I got my... I was like, yo soy el, la voz de, del chupacabra in la película. Está con Dusty, el héroe de la película." And I'm like, I'm speaking Spanish, man. I'm a blandoing espanol. It was awesome. I thought I did so well. I was so proud of myself. And, you know, it's almost like a kid that's, like, 16 years old and just rode his BMX bike for the first time down a ramp. Dude, I did it! Did you see me ride my bike down that ramp? I totally cobbled it, dude. I cobbled way up the ramp. I grabbed some huge air, grabbed a seagull out of the air, gave birth to its baby, and I threw it back up in the air, grabbed my handlebars, and I landed it. Yeah! That's right. But then you review the tape and he's just like on a tricycle with a little horn.
0: <laughs>
4: you were not a blonde doing Espanol, Carlos. It's great. I, uh, I like being a dad, but uh, I had something happen to me that was uh, very painful. I was on call, on watch during my daughter's first significant fall off the bed onto the hardwood floor. She was five months old, and it was my terrible George Bush moment. It's so, what, 9-11? Towers got attacked. Oh, crap. Sorry about that. I wasn't on watch. <laughs> it was horrible, and I wasn't doing anything bad. I wasn't being negligent. Because here's the deal. At five months old, babies have a certain behavior, which you're trying to predict. Up until this night, I could put my daughter on the bed, give her sunglasses, walk away. Good for 30 minutes. She won't move. But on this night, she sent out a memo that I didn't get. I put her on the bed, I give her the glasses, and I walk away to do something noble, which is to make sure her bath water's not too hot. I'm not online playing poker or looking at Girls Gone Skanky. I'm trying to do something nice for my daughter, and I'm I'm feeling the water, and five yards away, it's already too late. My daughter is already going over the edge of the bed as if Satan's invisible leg is kicking her off. Get off! and it's a horrible nightmare because I can't get there on time. I'm like, no! She's like, no! No! And they're just like, boom, big old knot. And I'm standing there going, what the fuck? My wife hears the noise, runs upstairs, like, what the fuck? I don't know. I flash 15 years into the future. She's in a wheelchair. I was going to be a ballerina, but now because of your negligence, I am painting kittens through a straw. This one is called my father. I was just troubled by that whole thing. There was just a, such guilt. There was like that Robert De Niro, Billy Crystal battle going in my head. Like, you should have been there. You should have been there for your daughter. It was you. It was you. Yes, it was you. You should have paid more attention. You stupid, you mother, you son. Hey, don't be so hard on yourself, okay? Gravity took over. You weren't there. It's not your fault. You tried to help her. You didn't push her off the bedroom. Um, thank you. My wife is tall. She played basketball in college. She doesn't have that supermodel body, which I like. Ladies, love your bodies. Don't ever try to be a supermodel because they are basically walking Tim Burton claymation figures with Mardi Gras puppet heads. <laughs> I've seen them in Los Angeles. They're, they're like confused baby lost ostriches. They're like. Ah, ah, ah. Or being chased around by a guy in khakis with an australian accent tonight we're on the hunt for supermodels we've got to be extra careful a lot of these bitches haven't eaten in three weeks <laughs> look at them all down by the coke zero river i'm gonna try and wake one up behind me without let's see if i can hello love <laughs> crikey that one swallowed my finger no worries mate i'll wait 30 minutes she'll toss it right back up again. Thank you very much, Cabo San Lucas.
3: Thanks for coming out. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers.